You're listening to BA1 Radio. Okay, my name is Laura Ann. Oh my God, and Sarah's is Sarah Ann. And we're both with ease. How cool. What does the name Sarah mean? Tree. Talking royal family. <laughs> princess. Oh God. Thank you very much. Princess Do you know what though? She is, she is totally a princess. Do you know what Laura means? Oh, I had to bite my tongue and not swear then. <laughs> Hello, hello, we're back. It's Sarah and Laura. And we're the We Get It Cancer Girls here on BA1 Radio. We love these guys (laughs) and we love being back in the studio. We're back with the good, the bad and the ugly of cancer. Our podcast sharing with you the highs, the lows and all the other stuff in between. Isn't that right, Laura? Yeah, and and we just want to make sure that this is for you because there's nothing else quite like it in this area. Back up, back up. Nothing else like what? Like us. Like we get it. What is we get it, Laura? So we get it is for any age, any gender, any stage of cancer. Because whether you've just been diagnosed, uh, you're living with cancer or you're living beyond cancer, or if you're caring for someone with cancer, we get it. We've been there um, and we're here for you. We are. Now, we have a few bits of COVID admin to get through. We have a screen between us. We have hand sanitised, have we not, Laura? We We have have. uh, face coverings at the ready. The guys are out of the room. I think we're all safe and good, aren't we? We are. How are you post-lockdown going into a new lockdown, Laura? Oh, golly gosh. (laughs) I don't know where that word golly, came from. Golly gosh. Golly gosh. I don't know where that word came from, but I basically, I'm trying not to think about it too much really, because I'm actually enjoying being back in normality. I found COVID quite up and down. So I mean, I'm really enjoying getting back to work, getting up, having a routine. So the thought of going back into another lockdown, yeah. Say that though, should we uh, dispel, should we get rid of the elephant in the room and talk about your face? This is obviously not key for radio, but Laura has got, two little stitches on her left eyebrow because she had a little falling out with a hole or something so basically what happened is i was teaching and i turned around to say to the rest of the group okay hurry up and as i turned around i walked in to a metal pole and got the edge of a metal bolt and as I rebounded off the metal pole, I kind of tried to act cool and to be like nothing really happened. And one of my students said, Miss, are you OK? And I was like, yes, I'm fine. I'm absolutely fine. Let's just get on with the lesson. And she went, Miss, you've got blood dripping down your face. And I was like, oh, at that point, I realised that I had a massive gap in the top of my eyebrow. So, yes, I do have two stitches. It's not looking very pretty. I do have a, a black eye. But, you know, things happen. People work into poles. Like, I'm sure other people do. It's just not me. Been through worse. I When I was little, I had like... I had like a lumpy forehead. I used to walk into things and hit my head so much. My parents were like, we can't explain why she looks so terrible, but she's just really clumsy. I'm quite clumsy. Are you? I didn't know that about you, actually, that you were clumsy. I am a bit clumsy. Yeah. Well, I'm just, yeah, I'm never really concentrating on the thing I should be concentrating on. I'm always looking at the next kind of exciting thing that should be happening. Have you seen her jumper? So... Uh, oh, we're going to talk about your jumper? No, we're not going to talk oh. about the jumper. I was just going to outline oh. the show. Oh, yes, please. What we do. Uh, it's called The Good, The Bad and The Ugly. We talk about the good, the bad, the ugly being the funny, the uh, quirky, the things that you might not know about, but we want to share with you on our cancer journeys. Should we do a little recap on our cancer stories? Do you think that would be useful? Yeah, let's do it. Go, 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 go. I was... 
obviously fit and healthy living my life but then suddenly things got a little bit slower and I couldn't really breathe and my heart rate was 120 beats per minute and got misdiagnosed for about six months when I got diagnosed uh, I had pneumonia a collapsed lung and they diagnosed me with non-Hodgkin's lymphoma uh, stage three so I had tumors in my spleen stomach pelvis neck and lung um, and needed six rounds of chemotherapy in the next five days or I would die so that was pretty heavy heavy stuff yeah mine's not quite as dramatic as that really except I nearly had a leg amputation I think it is uh... which is fairly dramatic so I had a sarcoma which is a rare bone and soft tissue cancer actually we were ill at the same time and I had a different type of treatment so I had radiotherapy uh this is 2016 for the whole of august which was an amazing summer and in september of that year i had really really um difficult surgery in which they didn't know if they could save my leg which they have done and i've got some rather splendid scars to prove it but there you go that's just to give you a little background. If yeah. you're joining us for the first time, this is podcast number four. four. But we will say as well, if you do ever want to share your cancer stories, go to our website because we have a community of cancer stories and we're always looking for new ones. So if you would like to tell us about your experiences, it's, I truly believe that if you tell one story and if you help one person, that's just a really important thing to do. Okay, so uh, are we going to take a break before we go to Let's our take a break. Should we take a break? Let's take a Kat. Uh Luke loves it, our... Uh, 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 podcast production team love it the Lukes when we say things like let's take a break but let's take a break and uh, we'll, we'll see just, you soon we'll see you in a bit BA1 Radio made by Bath for Bath this is BA1 Radio hello this is Sarah Hi, this is Laura. Welcome to the Sarah and Laura show uh, you mean the Laura and Sarah show please don't say anything after that tough right <laughs> so the good the bad and the ugly the good we were thinking about the things we've been told we should do whether we've done them or not is another matter laura mm. yeah i like i love it when people give me advice like i will literally listen to anything you tell me you know especially when you've been diagnosed with cancer you're kind of like oh right yeah i've got to do that right yeah yeah okay i'll do that yeah yeah you want me to do that yeah okay i'll do that so i literally would try anything and everything but i'm going to talk about juicing She's so ex Because I am excited about juicing because <laughs> people will tell you, you should juice, right? You should green juice. Yeah. You should red juice. You should juice anything, any vegetable, any fruit. Just chuck it in there, juice it up, drink the juice. And I did. And if I think back to what juice I drank, it was pretty disgusting, really. Like I used to have like beetroot juice, turmeric shots, um, like, you know, things like broccoli and celery and cucumber actually thinking about it now it was quite nice i might bring the juicing back but the machine that you put it in you juice it in and then the bits fly out and the other bits fly this way so the juice flies this way and the other bits chuck that way now i never liked to clean the machine and because i was so ill my partner and my family felt so bad for me that they used to clean the machine for me but they had to get like a toothbrush and like clean it really thoroughly so I always used to get out of cleaning not cleaning the juice machine it was nice. great nice no I'm down with that idea mm. I mean you said if people give you advice you love it I don't don't give me any advice because I'm not listening to any of it ever <laughs> <laughs> don't tell me to do something because I probably will do the opposite I'm terrible so, so hence why my kind of like can is 
is the is the what people told me I should do and actually I chose to do the opposite and I would kick back and I would reel massively from the whole kind of stay positive stay in a good mind frame and I found that really really difficult to deal with and actually um I'm going to share something with Laura that she doesn't know in that um oh, no in the last week my dad has had a cancer diagnosis oh, I'm sorry, sir. and he's got lung cancer and actually being on the other side mm. and talking to somebody who's got a fresh diagnosis has given me and I wasn't saving this for the radio show I just mm. haven't got around to saying it but it seems poignant in that it's very difficult, I think, handing on advice to somebody and what a what a wonderful place for me to be in having had that experience and seeing mm. someone I love really struggling, yeah. but having having that um yeah, having that experience on my side. So yeah, I'm a bit kind of like So what would you say to your dad then, sir? I've just been really practical with mm. him. I've just um I've just uh I haven't handed out any advice. I don't mm. want your advice. I don't think it's very useful certainly not for me and I think asking people to stay positive yeah I struggle um, with that is is a really hard one or be strong and I was I always used to think yeah we've talked about this do, yeah do you not think we're trying to be positive and we're trying to be strong like we are trying our best to survive and live so yeah no I think I try not to use those words at all yeah, yeah. but it's... but to remain positive is key <laughs> I would say do you think Oh, I don't know. I think it's really tough. And I uh, I think my experience of men, my mental health is that you need to bounce in order to come back up, which means you have to hit, you have to have the crying days and the yeah. bad days. Yeah. And that re-energizes your push to feel good again. Mm. And without that, so I think feeling rubbish, I nearly swore. Yeah. Um, feeling rubbish is positive mm. in the long term. I think I've kind of fudged the whole the good, the bad, the ugly thing. But isn't but isn't that the but, whole point of cancer? It does have the good, bad, the good bits, the bad bits, the ugly bits. Yeah, but it what, does have it all, you know. And you've got to. That's the th that's a, that's the great thing about what we do and what our experiences. They're totally different, and we're going to have different opinions on things. And our the way we handle things, we're all, we're always different. So that for me is the good is having the confidence to say no. I don't want your mm. advice. I don't. Yeah. I don't yeah, need yeah. it. Take it away from me because yeah. I. I am. I am basically Sarah Baker rule breaker. I, I'm not gonna. I'm not gonna behave. But that's great though that we've got two different mindsets and that's why it works. Otherwise, if we both thought the same, it wouldn't. Yeah, I think so. But that's a weird one isn't it because we're saying we get it and actually your experience is completely different to mine i think that the commonality is just accepting that we're all on a different plane and that journey. but then we do have things that do connect us like hair dye <laughs> oh my gosh. um i was gonna actually say exercise i was gonna say yeah training um that was part of my advice for my yeah. dad was just to stay active i think um, but yeah, that's a really sad bit of news. Um, it's not part of my good, but good that I've got the experience to help him. Mm. Uh, I think we should take a mini break. We'll come back with some more wanging on about cancer stuff after this. Broadcasting online at ba1radio.org. This is BA1 Radio. Okay, we're back 
We are back. Laura's tried to give me a virtual hug because she feels bad that I haven't told her. But you know, that's just... She told me now. I was actually going to actually gonna break into a rap then, sir. That would really help. Should I give you a rap <laughs> to make you feel better? Here we go. Are you ready? Here we go. Her name was Sarah. Rock the boat. She's feeling fine. Rock the boat. She'll be your friend. Rock the boat. She'll blow your mind. Rock the boat. Sing it. Bang, bang. Choo-choo train. Wind me up and I'll do my thing. No Reese's Beasts. No Buttercups. Let me try to pump you up. I know karate. I know kung fu. I'll be your friend. I'll show you too. Rock the boat. Rock, rock the... Ooh, ooh. Rock the boat. Rock, rock the... Oh! <laughs> I was right back in the 90s then. I know. Some terrible disco. Yeah. Amazing. What, that was what, for you, Sarah, to make you smile. What skills we have in our we I know, I know. community. That's actually won me a game show, but that is actually going to be another story for another time. You've been threatening to sing I said that for, for years. For year, years. Years. Even. Years. Years. Um, thank you. That was special. I know. So... <laughs> Our ugly. No, our bad. No, no, no. Yeah, our bad section. Our bad section. Sorry, my bad. It's bad. Yeah. It's the shouldn'ts. Yeah. What we shouldn't be doing. What you shouldn't. Yeah, but what should But maybe we are, because you know I'm a bit of a rule breaker. <laughs> um, when I was diagnosed, they said to me, you're going to lose your hair and you won't be able to have children. Um, and you start chemo in five days. So those three things were like, oh, okay, so I'm not going to... I'm not going to have children. So I kind of, at the time, was a little bit actually heartbroken about that part because I always knew I'd be a great mum than I was about the cancer. So I was trying to deal with the cancer diagnosis, plus you won't be able to have your own children. Um, but they told me that I wouldn't be, able to, wouldn't be able to have children, but I actually do have a daughter now because um, my partner carried our daughter and it's lovely to be able to celebrate her, feel healthy, have a family, have a daughter even though they said I wouldn't. Um, and yeah, it's just amazing to have that family unit that I didn't think I ever would have. And yeah, that's pretty special to me. Because oh, someone someone took it away and now I feel like I've I've got what I've always dreamt. Yeah, and dreamt she's, about. she's beautiful. Yeah. And you're beautiful. <laughs> and you're all beautiful. And, and that's good. And I think that's the thing. I think those cancer moments... Your your world comes crashing in, but there are highlights, aren't there? And it and there are twists and turns. Yeah. And I I guess the thing is, you just don't know. You just don't know. And you know, we were talking to an incredible lady, Sophie Savage, yeah. um, who was told that she wouldn't see her daughter's tenth birth, uh, her sixth birthday, yeah. and she's just seen her tenth birthday. Yeah. And I mean. You just don't know. And I think you yeah. don't have to believe what you're told. I, I think that's a really strong message, actually. You don't have to believe what you're told. Yeah, and I think it's it's tough because you get a diagnosis and you just you focus so hard on that diagnosis. But actually, you know, dreams do come true at some point. You know, it, it might be not what you expected, but they do. Hopefully you get different moments of happiness that you can get out of something. So, yeah. yeah. Oh, well, I'm glad that you've so- told everyone that because that's... <laughs> really special yeah no it is and yeah you know so sarah over to you what so basically you're bad but what do people say you shouldn't well um really do. i probably should brought this up when i was like making faces at you because <laughs> you're talking about green juicing people told me to green juice <laughs> but i was i was firmly in the uh i want to kind of so 
I turned 50 last year and my weight is piled on. It's piled in a lockdown like it has for a lot of people. But um, as part of kind of getting older and I'm just not in a place where I want to diet for the rest of my life. I think life's a bit too short not to have mm. those Sunday roasts, not to have that glass of wine. And I think that was my mindset as well in that cancer. It's like... I've got cancer and you're making me have green juice. No, I've got cancer and I'm going to have that glass of champagne every time I go for a radiotherapy with my mates and make it a thing and have a little bit of a high point and some fun out of, I just want to kind of, like you say, live well yeah. with my cancer. Yeah, I don't yeah. want to have the green juice. Live Work your life. for you. Work yeah. for you wasn't a thing that interested me at all. But it, they, they basically said you shouldn't drink. Did they say you shouldn't drink then with well, radiotherapy? Well, I just think there's lots of advice around cancer, around sugars, which mm. um, which I know the cancer community is divided on. There's lots of advice. So I'm not saying do have sugar. I'm not saying do have alcohol. I'm not saying don't have it. What I'm saying is you work a plan that works for you and that my mental health is as important as my physical health and that you need that in order to be able to get up and do anything physically anyway. So um, that's my that's my good in that. And also, you know, I like to rebel a bit. Um, why not? That gives me a bit of a kick. That makes me feel like I'm still 20 and in my pre-cancer kind mm. of years, you know? Mm. Um, so yeah, no green juice for me. Though I don't mind a green juice. Yeah, you do. I've seen you drink a green juice. Yeah, though. but that's like breakfast time. Yeah. No red I'd encourage everyone to try one. But I actually, I like buying them now. I don't like making them because they're just, yeah, it com it's, it's a complete you, it's mess. you have to clean your own machinery <laughs> yeah. now, isn't it? <laughs> complete. I am actually a princess. <laughs> I am actually a slight princess. My partner will probably, yeah, agree with that. Does it yeah. not like come up cleaning the dishwasher? Oh, say it's a really complex juicing machine. Like you know, it's I can't even. It really has got different segments to it. It's just a pain in the bum. Yeah, just buy it. Yeah. Okay. Uh, thank you for sharing. Thank you. Love you very much. Love you too. Uh, shall we? Uh, shall we take a break? B A One, Bath's very own local radio station. I love this city. This is B A One Radio. So we're back. I'm Sarah. And I am Laura. She is Laura. And we are back for the final segment of The Good, The Bad, The Ugly. We're the We Get It Cancer Girls sharing, wanging on about our cancer journey, sharing the highs, lows, some of the funnies, just just sharing our stories. So that being you, honest. Being honest yeah. so that you might feel a little less lonely in your cancer journey. We hope. And you can find us on social media. Where's that, Laura? So it is wegetit.org.uk. We've also got Twitter, Facebook and Instagram. So check it out. And if you want to sign up to our newsletter, just go to our website and scroll on down and say sign up to newsletter. Yeah, we are still in a bit of a lockdown state because many of our members are still shielding um, because we've got quite a few highly vulnerable members. Uh, we're still doing a lot of stuff online. Um, and I think we'll probably continue to do that maybe forever, maybe for the foreseeable anyway, um, to keep people safe because we know some people just aren't confident about coming out and meeting in real life. I think the positive of what we do as well is that you can get us anywhere, whether that's Bath-based, UK, worldwide. Like we've got someone zooming in from Boston, which is awesome. So anywhere, come and join us on a Friday, 10.30 on our Zoom get together. Laura loves that because 
that allows her to say we're international, which is one of her favourite words. I know, I do like um, international. Hello to Sarah. If she yeah, is. hi Sarah from Boston. Hello Sarah. Uh, okay, so... Last section, yes, yeah, so the sillies. So something that you did it anyway. Well, I've done actually so far everything. I mean, stay positive. I didn't do that. I wouldn't tell anyone to do that. Uh, don't drink alcohol. I didn't do that. And my last one was I was supposed to take it easy. I'd had major surgery. Like I basically had my fibula in my lower left leg removed, my entire calf muscle. Um, they didn't know what I could do with my foot. And I'd had a donor chunk of fat and muscle taken from the top of my left leg and trans transferred over. So I had I'd had major surgery and I was supposed to be taking it easy and not weight bearing and and not looking after my kids and all those things that they tell you, which is totally impossible when actually I worked from my hospital bed mm. and um, I still had kids who still needed their mom. And there's only so much yeah. that um, lying down you could do. But I, I did this really ridiculous thing where we decided we'd go for a walk and we embarked on walking the Ridgeway, which is the lo uh, oldest route in the country. It runs from Avebury right up to kind of the M25. That's cool. Didn't walk the whole of it. But we did do a good nine miles. Wow. About eight weeks after I'd had surgery, which is absolutely ridiculous. Mm. And at the end of it, you should have seen me because I, I mean, Simon, who's my partner, who's been absolutely amazing. I think he thought he was going to have to like call an ambulance because I was absolutely gone. I was mm. ashen. I was... Um, kind of I could barely lift my feet I was so unbelievably tired um yeah so you're pretty determined though aren't you and an exercise and moving your body means a lot to you and your mental health as well doesn't it well yeah it's really important because I used to do loads of sport and I used to teach swimming and I played rugby and did athletics did gymnastics I did all of those things and um having some of that taken away from me has been mentally uh, brutal and and I'm still mm. four years on struggling with that I'm, I'm I'm nowhere near to even touching mm. that um I don't know what that looks like or how that'll surface or what it is um but yeah I did a nine mile hilly not flat hilly walk in Wellingtons and my leg used to swell up because of all the lymphedema and then I literally had to be shoehorned out of my hunter boots oh gosh yeah Ouch. really silly so that's my mm. shouldn't have done it, did it anyway. If I could swear, I would say mm, um, <laughs> type of kind of attitude yeah. to you said I couldn't. I'm just going to mm. prove you wrong. And that to me has been really motivating, mm. even though I nearly killed myself. I love it. I love the fact. I, that's why I love Sarah is because she is ferocious. Sweary. And that. <laughs> In life, though, you know, she's a girl that gets what she wants, and I like that. Uh, <laughs> where's my diamond ring, Simon? <laughs> <laughs> so, so my, I did it anyway. I was told I wasn't allowed to go on any kind of vacations or nights away. And um, when I got first diagnosed, I rang my sister because she lived in Sydney and told her, "Look, Rach, I've got cancer. I've got chemo in the next couple of days." And she literally just got on a flight and came and arrived luckily for my first chemo so she stayed um with me and came to every chemo for three months and she lived with my mum and dad um and she worked 
from the UK just to support me. So as a little treat, I booked for us to go to this like really like holistic, ayurvedic um, retreat. Sounds horrific. I know, but bear with me on this, right? Bear with me, right? And it literally was no sugar, right? Oh. No alcohol. Oh. <laughs> it was. Did you have to stay positive. No, yeah, and it was like yoga, but it was honestly, Sarah, it was a beautiful setting, right? It was just, and actually, the food was amazing. Like what they could make that tasted like sugar that wasn't really sugar, you know, kind of thing. But me and my sister took a bottle of wine, nice. right? I knew. Packet of crisps yeah. and a bar of chocolate, Come right? On. So we left it in the car. Right, and I, I was thinking, gosh, I'm doing so good on this, like, Ayurvedic diet, you know, I'm really getting into it. And I was like, where's my sister? I was like, where's Rach? And, like, she was like, I've got a banging headache. I was like, are you all right? She's like, I think I'm getting withdrawal symptoms from coffee because she drinks so much coffee. Like, she drinks, like, pints of coffee, right? And not that she's a sugar fan, but she drinks, like... So, anyway, she disappeared for, like, a good afternoon or whatever. Come back. I was like, are you all right? She goes, yeah. I had to go to the car and uh, <laughs> eat the crisps and the chocolate and <laughs> she brought back the wine. Like, but it was just... I think I like your sister more than yeah, I like oh, you. Oh, you, you would. No, you, you really would. But it was just, it was funny because we were trying to be so good. And then, yeah, it was just, she just, yeah... It was it was just a really funny funny time. Oh, I love yeah. that. Never take me on that retreat. Yeah. Sounds absolutely. <laughs> but rubbish. it was beautiful. It was a beautiful setting, and it was just like a me and sister, like a sister kind of trip, yeah, you know. Yeah, but sure. we were told not to do it, but we did it anyway. So yeah. oh, absolutely brilliant. Yeah, I love. I that. love. Yeah, and I love my sister. Thanks for coming over, Rach. Did I you appreciate not, that. Did you not have any of the wine of Chris? Do you know what she ate it all? Like she literally, she did leave me some of the wine, but she ate. And I love chocolate and Chris, but, she, but she's not like love. that. But she's not like that. She's not. She's really quite strict with the diet. So it was really funny that she like that would have been me doing that but she did it so yeah it was, it was yeah it was funny oh um <laughs> I just had a self-check then and I was thinking about um all the things that we talked about um that we wanted to include in the show and that we've had quite a giggle tonight although we've shared some deeply personal stuff and um, that's felt right to do that but although we've had a giggle I thought it was probably worth mentioning how at absolutely savagely angry we are about um what is happening in our cancer community um as a result of the pandemic and the measures that have been taken to um uh support and save the nhs which of course uh, both of us are hugely grateful for um and we don't have a bad word to say about them but as a result of COVID, people are suffering or people will suffer as a result of COVID because they haven't stepped forward. And we brought it up in our last podcast. Yeah. And I don't think we've even touched the surface of it yet. No. And I think what, what we're trying to say is that cancer rates are going up because people aren't going to the GP. They're getting signs and symptoms and they're not going. I think what Sarah and I both want to say, if there is anything that you were thinking, something doesn't feel right, please get to the GP ring the consultant go to the nhs go to your local doctor get it checked out please guys there's a new campaign called don't worry and wait because they're really encouraging people if you've got any signs and symptoms please get them checked out asap yeah there's absolutely no doubt in my mind that my dad's weight sat at home to have a hip operation has had a profound effect on his health mm. and probably his lung profound right 
Do you think we could dedicate this podcast to somebody? That would be lovely, actually, Sarah. We've, I've just thought of it. Yeah, that would be lovely. Uh, you should say. Okay. Um, so we would like to dedicate this podcast to a wonderful, beautiful friend, Amy Buller. And um, Amy died this week. And we're going to miss her tremendously. But this one is dedicated to you, Amy. And we love you and your Dr. Martins and your, my little ponies and all the cats that you brought to our meetings. Going to miss you, buddy. Yeah. Thanks for being part of We Get It. Bye, guys. Bye-bye.